Hello, you guys. I'm back, and today's episode is about Venus retrograde. Okay, so I know that, you know, Venus is in Gemini right now, and a lot of people have anxiety around Venus being in Gemini because we naturally associate Gemini with being, you know, someone who can't be faithful, someone who's two faced. Um, And Venus is the planet of love, beauty, money, relationships, and all of those good things. And so it just kind of sounds like a dangerous mix, right? And we have Venus and Gemini for the next four months, which is not normal. (laughs) Um, So it's just kind of a nerve-wracking time for certain people who are in relationships and things of that nature. And yeah, I can totally tell with my readings as of lately. So let's get into it. So basically, um, like I said, Venus is the planet of love, relationships, money, beauty. And it is now in retrograde, which it went into retrograde on May 13th. And it will continue in retrograde until June 25th, I believe. And then we still have that shadow period after that. So during the summer, we have a lot of planets that go into retrograde, which is why the energy is so intense during the summer, because that Kundalini Kundalini energy is rising, which means that we as a collective are reaching um, some type of enlightenment. But it's not always a pretty thing, you know, um, it's like you going through your own spiritual awakening. It's uh, it can be a scary thing. It's a lot of tension. You know, uh, there's a lot of terrible events that happen during the summer, and it's just you know consciousness being able to you know rise a little bit. And so when you're aware of that, you can observe and not absorb. Okay, you have to learn how to observe and realize that this is for betterment. It's for you to be enlightened and that's where emotional discipline comes in okay but when you're not aware that's when you fall for the bullshit and and now you all over and things are emotional it's crazy things are tense so if you're listening to this and you didn't know that share that with your people around you so that people can make better choices okay now as i was saying so venus is in gemini and retrograde until june 25th All right. And Venus is going to be in Gemini for the next four months. So, you know, the stories are going to slowly start to unfold. Now, Gemini's kind of get a bad rap because, like I said, they're known to, you know, come off as two-faced, as not being faithful. The truth is, is that they're just a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Complex sign. Okay. Um, they need intellectual stimulation. They need to constantly be able to move. It's an air sign. So when you think about air signs, they got to be able to move around. You can't stop air. You can't hold air. You can't stop an air sign from wanting to explore new territory and things like that. That does not necessarily mean that, you know, for your relationship sake, that People are just out here cheating and exploring new territory while you're together. That is a less evolved Gemini. And we all go there. I'm a Gemini moon, okay? We all know. And I've been in a relationship with a Gemini. And, you know, like I said, when you're less evolved, you just kind of make poor choices, all right? But um, you shouldn't 
project that energy if you are in a relationship on a person because you have fear about this placement right now. Um, Where are we going with this? So the if you don't know, you should because I always tell you guys that you know, you have to want to do research on your own. And your natal chart is basically like, you know, your map for yourself. Nobody else has your chart unless you're like a twin or a triplet or some shit like that. But like nobody has your chart. So these are like cheat codes for you to, to be able to observe, you know, yourself and you can get somebody else to do it for you. But I would prefer if you just look yourself. So there are plenty of websites where you can go, put in your information, look at your chart. So for this situation, you can go on your chart and be like, oh shit, my Venus is in Sagittarius. Let's see how this energy is compatible with Venus being in Gemini right now. What does that mean? Like, you know, kind of go down the rabbit hole and, and study for yourself and see how, you know, this affects you individually. Okay. So, um, with retrogrades, retrogrades are a good time to just rethink situations. So retrogrades are known for exes trying to pop back up or you kind of going over past choices that you have made and just doing some inner reflecting and like, you know, like I said, if you're not aware of what's going on, then you could be the ex that's trying to pop back up into somebody else's life. Or you're the person who the ex is trying to pop back up. And because you really like this person and you let this person come back into your life, not realizing, hey, the shit was broken in the first place. And so this is not going to be a really good choice. Now, in the tarot deck, Gemini is um, represented by the lover's card. And... It shows that because it shows, you know, two lovers and the Gemini is represented by, you know, two humans, two energies. And to me, this represents masculine and feminine energy, but also choices, being at a crossroad about something. And so this is a time of choices, not just with Venus retrograde, but with all of the planets that are going into retrograde. Okay. This is a time for you to be aware of choices that you're making. Okay. Old patterns and, um, bad habits that you make when you feel like you've been slighted, when you feel, you know, whatever it's about those choices because those things ultimately have consequences. So at the crossroads, which road are you going to decide to take? And it's causing you to really just do some inner reflecting to think. Um, Good example, if you're in a relationship and you felt like cheating on somebody, this is a choice. If I make this choice, why am I making this choice? You know what I'm saying? And what consequence is going to happen? Did I do everything that I could to prevent myself from going down this path? And if it backfires on me, What am I prepared to deal with those consequences? Another example, hey, right now I'm bored. I'm feeling bored. And so I might just, you know, call this random person or hit up this person that I know is not necessarily good for me. They're not going to help me to grow or do any of those things that I need. I'm just doing it because I'm bored. So now there's this inner reflecting. Is this a choice that I need to make? If it's not a choice that I need to make, then maybe I need to just chill. I need to chill and sit with myself, even if it feels uncomfortable or I need to do something to 
distract myself in a good way from making a choice that could be fatal um, in the long run. So that's what retrogrades are about. And so it's really like a progress report on yourself at this time for choices that you've made, relationships, bonds, businesses that you um, have created, conversations that you've had, an image that you've made, things that you've said. It's just a good time to go back and reflect on that and be like, I think I'm making progress. You know, last retrograde, I was making this choice and then I had to deal with the consequences later on after those situations have happened. So I just wanted to put that out there. Now I am pulling um, a card or some cards for this Venus retrograde. So um, before I got in here, I pulled cards, of course, and the card that stuck out was really interesting And I want to do something a little bit different. I want to tell the story behind this card. So basically in the tarot deck, um, there are the major and the minor cards. The major card, they each have a story behind, you know, the imagery that you see. And the story starts off with the fool. The fool is the first card, right? So, um... I'm going to tell the story of the card that I pulled. So the card that I pulled is the judgment card, which is very, very funny to pull during Venus retrograde, but all of the retrogrades that we're having. So I'm going to tell the story and then I want you guys to see how you take this message and how you can interpret it for yourself and for your own situation and your life. I think that this is dope. So here we go. I'm starting. <laughs> As the fool leaves the garden of the sun, which the sun is a, another card in the tarot deck, he feels that he is near the end of his journey, ready to take a final step. But something is keeping him from doing this. He gazes up, hoping for, to find guidance from the sun. Instead, he sees above him a fiery angel, beautiful and terrible. You are right, the angelic figure confirms. You have only one last step on your journey, one final step to completion. But you cannot take that step until you lay your past to rest. The fool is perturbed. Lay it to rest? I thought I'd left it behind all of it. There is no way to leave the past behind, the angel observes. Each step wears down the shoe just a bit, and so shapes the next step you take and the next step. Your past is always under your feet. You cannot hide from it, run from it, or rid yourself of it, but you can call it up and come to terms with it. Are you willing to do that? The angel hands the fool a small trumpet. The fool is hesitant, but he knows that the angel is right. There are certain memories he has a hard time looking back on, retrograde, as they make him feel guilty, ashamed, and angry. He knows that he's never come to terms with what happened and he must if he wants to make that final transition. He blows the trumpet and it cracks open the earth. From under the fool's feet, the spirits of his past selves rise up, including those less admirable that he's tried to forget. For the first time he faces them, there he sees nothing to fear. They were him once upon a time, but not now. Even as he realizes this, he finds himself forgiving those past selves for the wrongs they did that left him feeling bad. 
He senses, in turn, that they forgive him for ignoring the lessons they had to teach him. As he reaches an understanding with them, they start to rise up and float away, vanishing into the sky. Though they remain as experience and memories, they no longer have any power over him. He is free of ill feelings, reborn, and living in the present. So, that's the end of the story. I thought that that story was very interesting to pull during the retrograde season because this is about dealing with your past self and your past self is about old choices that you have made. And this is about being accountable for those choices that you have made and being able to move forward and make better choices. So with that story being said, what... What is it that you need to judge in your life and not judge in a negative way, but come to terms with and let go of so that you can move forward? If you're not ready for that, then it's kind of like you're just running in place and you're going to keep repeating those lessons. Okay, keep making those choices and then you're not getting the rewards or making the progress that you need into your life. It's a waste of time. Okay, so think about that when it comes to your love life, whether you are single in a relationship, whatever your situation is, how can you apply that story to yourself? So you guys are reading y'all's selves today. Okay, that is the card that I have chosen and this is the way that I want to do it. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, I really like doing readings this way. I think it's dope. Uh, Maybe I'll come back and do another reading for the other retrogrades, but love is always such a major topic um, that I see amongst my readings and things of that nature. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Give me some feedback on here. Follow me on Instagram, Solaris the High Priestess. Follow me on Twitter. I think Twitter is Solaris Reads Tarot or Solaris Tarot. I don't know. You'll see. But yeah, thank you guys. Have a good rest of your day.